0: Libraries just expand your horizons in so many ways, your vocabulary and your patience, because you you know learn about so many things. It just uh, just makes you a lot better person. You don't have to travel the world; you can travel it here. You know.
1: Peter Simple and the King County Library System in Washington State present BookBench, The Library Project, a series of conversations about books, poems, stories, and reading. The Library Project aims to capture a not-so-small snapshot of people who use libraries, the myriad reasons they come, and their thoughts about books, reading, and perhaps what they are excited about reading now. Bookbench is an interactive art installation bringing the experience of Theatre Simple's Park Bench, artful conversations with everyday passers-by, indoors to different regions of the King County Library System. These recorded interviews are resulting in a series of podcasts that can be heard around the world. For Bookbench, we redesigned our big ol' rolling outdoor set to be an indoor installation. We start with a few questions along the lines of, Do you remember who taught you to read? Do you like to read? Why or why not? What is your oldest, clearest, or strongest memory of a library? And why do you think you remember it? What's your favorite story or poem? Have you ever had a book surprise or even change you? What's your guilty reading pleasure? We'll keep it a secret. What do you want people to consider when it comes to books, poetries, or stories in general? And we go from there. Our inaugural book bench was in the Valley View Library, a compact and cozy space in the shadow of SeaTac Airport that was packed with people. Kids, students, seniors, tutors, and us. We were set up near the automatic doors and you'll hear a lot of ambient sound. Whoever said libraries are supposed to be quiet obviously hadn't ever come here. It was a buzz with life, questions, and some very thoughtful people who shared their time with us. Bonuses for this episode include strong opinions and revelations, book recommendations, and poetry in English, German, and Somali. It was utterly fabulous and quite inspiring.
2: What do you like about this library in this area here?
3: This place is like the UN, okay? We get all the nations in the world. I got the world map in there, and I just got, I just got it last week, and people put down where they're from, and we're going to cover that whole map. I mean, and we're close to the airport, but, but everyone comes in their traditional garb. I mean, there's an apartment complex near here where they speak 50 languages. You know, in some, one apartment In complex. one apartment, yeah. So it's, it's pretty amazing uh, for that. People need the library. This, this is a place where Everybody people comes. don't have their own computers, you know.
1: how you do it. There you go. <laughs> so is this is this your local library?
4: This is my local yes.
1: Okay yes, yes. and do you, do you come here often? Is...
4: Uh, actually this is um, something really new I have this uh, very long long um, <clears throat> stay exam to take and uh, I've been relying on library. so To just, study for? it. Yeah just start starting probably a month ago.
1: Really? Yeah. So this is incredible karma and fortune that you are here talking to us about this. Yeah. So is that is is it are the resources that you need to study? Are they here in the library? Or is it just a quiet place to study? Uh quiet
4: it's sturdy areas are, it's a sturdy zone of sturdy areas mostly. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So what what has drawn you here today?
5: Oh um political. Oh, political government, custody city and county.
2: About yeah. the actual King w- County?
5: Looking for some information, yes. Okay,
2: and obviously that's here. The
5: structure of the government. Also.
2: We were talking to one of the librarians saying that it's, there's no community center in this area, that yeah. a lot of people use the library here for yeah. you know, information access and, and
5: Yeah. If something interests me or I hear or see something that I would like to learn, know more about, mm-hmm. usually I'd check some books out and read them.
1: What do you come to the library for? Um, for my for tutoring,
5: mm-hmm. um, helping my kids um, with the tutoring. I mean, they can help my kids with
0: uh, tutoring. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, and the computers.
1: That's great. <laughs> yeah, I try to see what's in there, what's you know going on in the world. <laughs> is this is this your main source for being able to do that?
5: Yeah, you know this is you know it's an easy way to get into a lot of things. And yeah, to get to books and
1: like to read to my kids. So tell me about you and this library.
6: Uh, I like to come to the library and I need to improve my skill of reading and mathematics. Also I came here it's my first time and I need to know everything is going on here. and I get some tour of people mm-hmm. and they help me and I appreciate them.
1: Do you think this library is going to be useful for what you need for the tutoring and?
6: Yeah, I will, and I'll come this this library every time I can.
2: What do you like about this library here? Now that
7: you're getting familiar with it. Uh, well, um, it's actually a uh, neat uh thing that they have here. You you get a, the laptop. To rent out mm-hmm. in case all the other computers are already checked out. That's nice because you don't you're not stuck in one place. You get to sit wherever you like and be relaxed. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, computers is also the the downfall of uh, literacy. I think <laughs> ironic. I think, yeah. yeah, I think a, I see the book halls empty and all the kids, high school kids, are on MySpace. So they come here and they flood the place on, on the computers at least. Not to mention that the fact that the internet, even just like with television, um, a lot of uh, things it's like it's rated PG-13, but yet there's a lot of uh, mischief and also not very modestly dressed women imagery on these things. So the kids are, I just don't think it's healthy. I wish I'd see more kids in the book halls like in the old days. So uh, what do you like about this library here?
2: Why do you come?
8: Um, this is the first library that I actually started reading books in, so I like um, I like I like the staff. They help you a lot if you wanna if you, you know if you wanna find a book or if you need to access the internet. They help me a lot to booking. You know if you're standing there and you're stranded, they come help you quick. That's what I like about this one. Uh, like maybe because there's less people, I don't know what it is, or oh, it's just better staff here. I don't know, but they're very helpful.
3: And this is also, SeaTac, there's no other community center. There's no place to gather. So this is where, uh, this is where they come.
2: I was gonna say, it seems very much like a community center and a place where people can actually get a lot of community services.
3: And we are uh, struggling to keep it you know, quiet sometimes. <laughs>
2: Do you remember who uh, who taught you to read or how young you were? I do. I do. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Tell me That's, about
0: that. That was Mrs. Wiley and uh, third grade. I mean, I, I learned to read before that, but Mrs. Wiley uh, could tell that nobody had really, you know, encouraged me to read. And, and if you don't get a good book, you don't realize just how powerful reading is. So anyways, she... Uh, she says, "I want you." She didn't do this with anybody else in the class. She said, "I want you to take this book home and read it, and then you've got to tell me what it's about." So I did, and you know, I've been a big reader ever since.
1: Do you like reading?
4: I love reading. Yeah. I wish I could read more. Actually, I'm, 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 I'm very, I'm doing well in science, and uh, that leaves me not much time to read. Right. Fantastic books out there.
1: Do you have a pile of books at home that you're waiting to read?
4: <laughs> there's too many books.
1: I know, it's like there's a whole library full of books wife, that I've never read my wife is,
4: is a uh, communication major.
1: Oh, okay. So,
4: she does read a lot of books.
1: Mm-hmm. And
4: I think that's why I learned a lot from her. Is well,
1: that's kind
0: of cool. She,
4: she goes through lots of books.
2: When you were when you were a child, did you go to the library a lot? Or well, that I come view? from
5: a small farming community mm-hmm. in Germany. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we didn't have a library.
2: So what would you do? Were books passed around or did you just have a library in your house? Or, books uh, were bought and uh, traded, uh-huh. yes. So did one book sort of make it around a community?
5: Uh, yeah, I'd give a, a nice book to my girlfriends or they would give me one of their books. Oh, uh, that's great. And we just switch them
1: around. So what other language do you speak?
6: I speak Somali.
1: Somali, and do you read Somali?
6: Yeah, I read Somali and Swahili.
1: How old were you when you learned how to read?
6: I was, yeah, I was six years when I started my language. How old were you when you first learned to read? Um, hmm, I'd say I
7: really got into reading, well, comic books when I was a kid, but uh, actual books like uh, The Hobbits and other Tolkien books when I was in Junior high. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you have a lot of reading
2: done aloud to you when you were a kid, or do you do reading aloud? Quite a
3: bit. Yeah, I remember my dad reading a lot. I still remember the Jungle Book, um, Rudyard Kipling, and my dad's voice when he's doing Kaa, the snake. He I start whispering. it was like all he had all these great voices and stuff. So so that was cool. Uh, how old were you when you first started reading?
8: Um, I was 20. I'm 22 now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. How has life changed? Oh, oh, a lot has changed. Yeah, tell me yeah. About that. Um, I've been reading about life and health, and they have a lot of those books in here. Mm-hmm. So you learn a lot, a lot of, yeah, yeah, a lot changes. You have different habits, different eating habits, different, different emotional, uh-huh. like, um, it's called, I read this one book, it was called Emotional Intelligence, that, you know how you control your anger and how you control your emotions, and it was just from here. So, yeah, yeah. and a lot of good books in here.
7: What type of stuff do you uh, do you read? If I were to read the literature, it would be the classics. You know, think of um, I don't know Edgar Allan Poe, uh, uh, William <laughs> Faulkner, uh, and just. Just all those those classics. Um, are you are you a Poe fan? Uh, I have been since high school. Yeah. So um, I'm just more interested in real poetry, real writing, not this kind of, I don't know, sitcom style mm. writing. It's just like, it's uh, commercially produced, uh, just uh, junk food for the mind, I'd say. Open here, I flung the shutter. When with many a flirt and flutter. And there stepped a stately raven of saintly days of yore.
5: I read a lot of poetry. Really? Yeah.
2: Who is your favorite poet?
5: Goethe. I've heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
7: <laughs> not the least obeisance made he, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but with mine of lord or lady, perched above my chamber door.
5: There's a particular uh, thing he wrote about the Auswanderer. The people that left Germany and came to the United States. Mm-hmm. Ich kann dich mein Blick nicht von Wenden. Ich, uh, schau sie immer da. I cannot look away from you. I keep watching you, how busy you are, and move, moving your things, you know, leaving.
7: Perched upon a bust of palace just above my chamber door, perched and sat, and nothing
6: more.
1: Did, do you remember the first book you ever read by yourself?
6: Yeah, it was uh, Poetry. Poetry? Yeah. That, time, that, that one was the first one I started when I tried to learn how to speak Somali, how to write it. Yes? And it was, helped me.
1: Was it a fa- is it a famous poet?
6: Yeah, it was. It but, was what's uh, his name? It's called uh, Kalkal.
1: Kalkal. Yeah. Ah, so tell me what Somali poetry is like
6: high school. And what does that mean? Yes. God,
1: it sounds beautiful.
6: Yes. The people come and join what they think about the same idea.
1: So, do you, when you get to read, do you like to read poetry more than?
6: Yeah, I do. Yeah? Yeah, I write a song. Yeah? Yeah, my my language song. Mm-hmm. I write it, right. read, I listen.
7: Then this ebony bird, beguiling. My sad fancy into smiling, by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance it wore, though my thy crest be shorn and shaven, thou I said art sure no craven, ghastly grim, grim and ancient raven, wandering from the nightly shore.
1: So, what's some of your favorite poetry? How did you get into that?
9: We've <coughs> so been talking a
1: lot about poetry tonight, and I'm loving that.
9: Really, that's yeah. good. That is very exciting. Um, it's exciting because you know it just it doesn't seem like we have enough conversations and that it's enough in the public it's sort
1: of a really private thing talking about poetry it's very yeah it's not part of the common vernacular
9: yeah i think that's true I do remember being younger in school. I really loved (laughs) this, you know, I don't know, it seems kind of warped, um, based on most people's remembrance of it, but I loved memorizing things like uh, The Midnight Ride of Paul Revere. Oh, sure! And uh, the couple of poems that we I might have
1: to have you read some of The Raven. You've got The Raven.
9: The Raven, oh, okay. I don't think I ever memorized that one, but we definitely read it in school.
7: Telling me what thy lordly name is on the night's Plutonian shore. Quoth the Raven, Nevermore.
1: Have you ever read a book that changed your mind about something or, or changed your life?
4: Uh, there, every book does, but yeah? uh, not one book that changed, significantly changed, but I've learned everything, every little thing from every book. Yeah.
1: That's actually a really good way to think about it. That's a better way to think about it. I like that.
4: Have you ever read a, a book that
2: changed your mind or changed your attitude about something? Many. Yeah? Many. Can you, can yes. you
0: pick one out? Uh, let's see. The um, Life in? of Pi was really good.
2: Oh yeah? Tell uh, me about that.
0: Have you read it? I haven't, but I know
2: oh, of it.
9: Oh god,
0: it's, it's fantastic. Um, it's the kind of book where I mean, it was told so well that, you know, that you grieve when it's over. <laughs> <laughs> that, that book, I'm telling you. When you finish, you don't want to finish it. When you do, it, it changes you. You feel like, like you... are talking about, yeah. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's a great book.
1: So what's this book? Writing Freedom. Talk to me what that
0: is. It's like this kid who, um, her parents died by this windstorm. And she doesn't have anything um, to take care of her, only her horse. Her horse is named, like, Freedom. Uh-huh. And she loves him so much, and she... Um, went this contest and um, freedom got sick and she died so she went to this orphan place and um, this orphan place take care of her and she, this someone wants to like or, um, you know, adopt her, it's only for boys so she turned into
8: a boy and ran away.
1: Before I was a Were you? Yeah, and
5: at first I didn't I didn't get it to read, you know, I don't understand it. Sure. And this place makes me like, okay, I can remember.
1: Do you speak you know, another language as well? Yeah, I
8: speak Samoan.
1: Did you? Did you? Does Samoan have its own language to read? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So English has got to be. So mm-hmm. you actually read in two languages. Yeah. So you're way ahead of me.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're way ahead of me.
1: <laughs> West with the
0: Night by Beryl Markham. She. Uh, it's the only book I've ever read that is musical. She was able to write so that when you read it, it's it's like
9: music.
1: Have you ever read anything that changed you?
9: Yeah, I have. I can't. <laughs> but it, it's a hard question because I, I definitely... It's a big question, yeah. I think that every, almost everything that I have read has changed me a little bit. I mean, I, I feel like reading has, um, you know just informed who I am in a lot of respects.
8: What do you find is valuable about
2: books and about being able to read and about libraries?
8: Knowledge is power so i feel if you if you don't read then there's a lot that you don't know there's a lot you there's a lot that you need to know and you don't and you can't just know it from television i thought that's what i thought before i was reading books and i thought oh you know i feel like i know everything so i started reading books and i get all this knowledge and i feel powerful and even when i'm advising someone i'm like you know i read it from this book and Mm -hmm. it's like now i have proof it makes you feel powerful like your brain is active and you know a lot. Mm. You feel very rich with information.
9: The library is just a great place for discovery, especially when you're a kid. You definitely have to try and take part in as a community getting kids to the library and helping them discover what a great place, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I think the I think the parents get pulled along as well and get wrapped up in the library and, and realize how great it is to...
1: Is there anything else you want to say to the world about reading and why you like it or why you think other people?
4: Well, I think uh, now that the whole evolution of technology, you got the internet, you got that Mm -hmm. video, it's so inconvenient. Uh, For a long time, you rely on books and literature to to read, to learn, and to imagine, just Mm -hmm. like you mentioned. Reading is an act of. I mean, it's an exercise. Um, that that uh, exercise your, uh, of course, your mind, your uh, your eyes, your all senses. But as opposed to you sit down and very inactively watching a video clip. So. Right. So be aware that practice reading more. Okay. Read more. There you go. It, with a
1: book. With a book. With an actual book in yeah. your hand.
7: Yes. To the kids. You're not really preparing yourself by having these, these, uh, transient interests. Mm-hmm. So find something that's, that's really meaningful. Don't just go for entertainment. And that's for the parents, know. please, teach your kids, don't just let them do whatever they want. No, have, teach them some discipline. I'm not one to give
2: advice, but I guess what I would say is, uh, if you're not having fun, try something else.
7: Read, yeah. Read a different book,
2: because, you
0: know. Life's too short.
2: And um, I wanted to say earlier that it's, it's I find it really amazing when we were talking about the Hardy Boys and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, that there's there different tiers of writers, people who spend their whole lives and they're not necessarily dumbed down people, but they write stories that are, um, the clues are easy to follow mm-hmm. and these kinds of things, and you can actually guess the ending and stuff like that, so that's like the entry level and, mm-hmm. you, and you work your way up and eventually, you know, you're teaching yourself, you can teach yourself a lot better than anyone else can right? through reading. What's important about reading for you? What do you, what do you find is, is important about reading and literacy?
5: Reading. To me, it's very important because you don't gain any knowledge if you don't read, you know? Yeah. Yeah. My mother always said years ago, if you want to learn something or know about something, go to the library and there's a book for everyone, for every subject. I. it's a shame that people, uh, children, hang on the computers and their parents let them. They watch this terrible stuff, and and instead of reading a good book and learning something, they sit on these computers and come nitwits.
3: The library is so wonderful because we pretty much offer everything to anybody. You know, any topic in the world that you can think of, we're going to have that available for you to read. You know, somewhere we'll we'll be able to cover your interests. And I just think. you, it helps you discover the world. It helps you figure out what's going on. I mean, if you just watch the TV, you're getting a real tiny uh, window into what what's really happening. So I think reading's crucial.
2: What's your uh, What's your favorite thing about uh, about coming to work here?
3: Being able to help people and their needs, because I find this this is the kind of place where there's there's real needs. I worked at libraries where. If everyone has their own computer at home and you know they come in just for enjoyment it's mostly for kids but here you're serving everybody and I mean you help people on immigration you're helping people on um, you know just getting a job and just just surviving and so I think we're really important
1: anything else you want to say about reading or language or
6: libraries yeah I like to come every day and to get some new tourists, and uh, some new friends here. I like, and I appreciate this library. Yeah, it's a good library.
1: Yeah. Well, welcome to your second home.
6: Well, I you do, <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you a lot.
1: The first installment of hearing folks talk passionately about reading, libraries, books, and written arts of many types. What do you think? Agree? Disagree? Want to add to the conversation? Maybe suggest a book, poem, or share a story? Then email your comments, questions, or contributions to thsimple at gmail.com. Maybe we'll find a way to have you be part of BookBench as well. We would like to thank Deborah Schneider of KCLS for her support and belief and Bruce Greeley of the Valley View branch for being our enthusiastic cheerleader. Big thanks and kudos as well to Charlie Rathbun and 4 Culture and the King County Performance Network. For Theatre Simple, Lisa Holland and Andrew Litsky did the interviews. Andrew edited and I, I'm Lisa, narrated. Thanks as well to Rick Lorig who made our vague hopes of an indoor installation that could set up fast in a library a reality. He totally rocks. Thanks as well to Chandra Cogburn for the music underscoring these podcasts. For more information about her work, check out ChandraCogburn.com. That's C H A N D R A C O G B U R N.com. For more information about Theatre Simple or to catch other podcasts, go to Theatersimple.org. That's T H E A T E R Simple, S I M P L E, dot O R G. Or you can subscribe to Park Bench via iTunes. For Theatre Simple, I'm Lisa Holland. Thanks for listening. Maybe we'll see you on the Park Bench someday.